0: This is the Red Sox Precap with your hosts, Keaton DeRocher and Shelly Verstrait, part of the Over the Monster Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast, your podcast from the Over the Monster Podcast Network where we review the series that just ended, preview the series that is about to happen for the Boston Red Sox. I'm your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined as always by Shelly Verstrait. And uh, Shelley, you had to, to wait an extra inning for this one to end, but finally it wrapped up. And what a what a wild tenth inning that was!
1: It it, it really was. Um, I mean, that's kind of sadly that's what you have to expect with like a Sunday night Yankees Red Sox game. It's got to go extras. So it's got to go really long. But it was um it that last inning was very uh, eventful and stressful.
0: Sure was. We will get to all of that and more. Uh, but first. All the way back to game one. A little rewind. Nathan Valdi versus Michael King. Red Sox get the win, five two. Valdi gave up eight hits, uh, only one scored in his six innings of work, and he also struck out seven. Pretty solid outing.
1: Uh yeah, it really was. Um, I mean, Ivaldi, while he's kind of you know struggled a little bit recently, um, this was a really good outing. Um. I'm not trying to, like, look at the Yankees lineup and be like, maybe we shouldn't be too scared um, about it. But still, good outing. We beat the Yankees. It's all good.
0: Exactly. Sawamura followed two innings, five strikeouts. Sawamura is in a nice little groove here. And then Barnes recorded his 13th save of the season, striking out the side. Um... Anything from Saramora or Barnes that stuck out to you?
1: Um, I mean, I agree with you. Uh, Saramora has looked really, really good Uh, recently. um, I love how they're starting to use him more because at the beginning of the season, uh, we didn't really see him in some of, like, the matchups that, well, I personally didn't see him where I thought that he could have been used. Um but it seems like Cora is starting to kind of warm up to him, and he is performing really well, and I love it. I, I love seeing that splitter.
0: Yeah, me too. This is kind of how I was hoping that he would be used. I mean, I was hoping that he would be another high leverage option, but um understand we had to see how he translated first, makes the adjustment to playing in, in MLB. He's done that just fine. Looks great, and I'm excited that he's being used this way. And we'll also get to another uh, maybe unsuspecting uh high leverage option in a bit but the red sox bullpen seems to be uh kind of rounding into form here which is Mm -hmm. good to see on the batting side bogarts two hits marvin gonzalez two hits uh devers hit himself a homer um all the guys basically that were slumping are not anymore (laughs) which is great um and we'll get to a little bit more of those in uh, game two as well. But Danny Santana again in the leadoff spot here. Arroyo was ninth. Are you comfortable? I mean, we briefly talked about the leadoff spot on the last episode, um, as it seemed like it was Hernandez was finally coming out of that role. Are you comfortable with Danny Santana there?
1: Um, not really. Um. Um, I mean, I guess he's better than Hernandez uh, leading off, I suppose. Um, but I still think that we're still searching for, like, that good uh, leadoff hitter. And I, I don't think that it's going to be uh, Danny Santana. Um, but I sadly, I think it's going to be Danny Santana for, you know, the next couple weeks or so.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Hoping that um, being in that leadoff spot it can kind of, like bring him out of his little funk. I don't know if he's really kind of, he didn't really have a hot start, but I mean, his only two hits were home runs when he (laughs) initially started. Just hopefully he can kind of string some more of those together, but that's what we got. Red Sox get the win 5-2, take game one. On to game two. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez looked better in this game. Uh, Well, he only gave up three runs and seven and a third. and He struck out seven, walked one, and only gave up five hits. Um, so the three runs looked a little bit out of place compared to the rest of his line. He was only able to get through uh, five and a third. But overall seemed like a bit of progress.
1: Uh, Yeah. I mean, I remember us uh, talking in the last series that we were hoping that he was going to get Miami. And then he got rained out. And then he got, you know, uh, Houston, which obviously did not go well. Um, we were hoping that he was going to get the Marlins just to kind of have like a little bout bounce back uh series or or a game um but who knew that the bounce back game i guess for Rod was against the yankees um i was just really glad um that he struck out seven um only gave up three it, it was it was uh it was a pretty good game for him and hopefully this really helps uh really helps him um in the next couple games
0: yeah all three runs came on a home run there um but he, he did look a lot better. And we talked about this potentially being, you uh, know, I mean, the park isn't a great park, but the order for the Yankees, like over half of it is hitting under 200. So it seemed like if there was a, a nice little get right game, this was the offense to do it. Uh, and it kind of feels like that's the direction we're moving. So I look for him to maintain that progress going forward. Um, Anything else here? Dahlbach hit a monster blast. Yeah. Uh, and he has been much hotter of late, as along with um, Renfro and Gonzalez had some hits recently as well. Offense fully rounding into form, top to bottom, which uh, after the little kerfluffle against the Astros are going to need heading into another series against the Astros. Uh, multi-hit games, for Dugo, had two, Devers had two, Renfro had two, Vasquez had two. Every single hitter in the lineup had a hit as they totaled 13. Offense getting right. Red Sox take game two, seven to three. And game three tonight, which just wrapped. Um, This was... (laughs) I mean, this was a tough one. This was an entertaining game. Uh,
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, It did take quite a while to wrap up, but uh, Garrett Richards got the start here against uh, Domingo Herman, who uh, both of them were kind of shaky. Richards got through five, gave up eight hits, only walked two, struck out six. Um, What is your impression of that line? Did give up three runs?
1: Yeah. um, I I mean, I guess it's okay-ish, and at least Richards didn't walk too many people, Um, but it's not a, a, a great line. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I think. What do you think? Like you're, you're definitely the Richard Stan here.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, a lot of the action came in the first, like four of the eight hits came in the first inning. So he, he definitely settled down after that and looked better. Um, but I mean, if I guess if I'm taking things away, it seemed like he was too in the zone, which makes sense given his walks, if he's trying to cut that down, Yeah. um, Unfortunately, they just turned into hits. <laughs> he still let 10 guys reach base in five innings, which is kind of a lot. So, um, But, uh, I mean, essentially all the damage happened in the first inning. Um, they got uh, two runs in that first inning, two of the three runs in that first inning, four hits. So that um, working out of it and then kind of settling down basically the rest of the game uh, is encouraging. But uh, it, was a, it was a difficult start, mm. so that, that piece was rough. Uh, the Red Sox started off with um, Alex Verdugo hitting a home run in the second inning, or first inning, second that uh, to take a one-run one lead, and then uh, Richards kind of coughed it right back up. They had another one in the fourth until the seventh inning when Martin Gonzalez hit a two-run home run. To tie it. Red Sox took the lead in the eighth. Barnes coming in. Well, actually, before that, uh, in the bottom of the eighth, Josh Taylor, one-run game, coming in for the hold. He's kind of been ridiculous the past couple weeks. How do we feel yeah. about him being um, basically one of those other the guys? Like, I mean, he did technically jump out of Vino because out of Vino came in here for the seventh. Uh, and now Josh Taylor in the eighth. How do we feel about that bridge?
1: Um, I I don't mind it. Um, he has looked extremely extremely good. You know, the last what week we week can have two weeks, um, and I'm fine with it. Um, he has stepped up. I mean, I like I I love Ottavino. But sometimes he kind of gets a look a little shaky when it comes to, like, high leverage uh, situations. And Josh Taylor seems to have ice in his veins right now. So go with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. After his first handful of starts, his ERA was over 14. It is now 4.34. And he struck out two of the men he faced. Then Barnes came in for his third consecutive day of work. uh, And it looked like he had worked three consecutive (laughs) days. Uh, Gave up a hit. Walked two, did get two strikeouts, uh, and unfortunately uh, gave up the tying run. That went on to uh, got absolutely bailed out uh, on that second strikeout yeah. to end the ninth, which was about uh, I don't know four and a half five inches off the plate.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was it was really bad. Yeah, I mean, I I sadly I couldn't watch the game because I have like blackout issues um but yeah seeing I'm sure twitter, it twitter. <laughs> it's seeing twitter explode and then they everyone gets on like baseball savant and puts up like the picture of the call strike i'm like oh no that was really bad that was bad
0: yeah wasn't great uh wasn't the worst of the weekend but was not great <laughs> um obviously it worked out in the red sox favor so i'll take it uh and then the exact same thing happens uh in the Top of the 10th, where Bobby Dahlbach uh, drew a walk on a pitch that was in the zone. And that ended up being the the, the difference in the game. <laughs> uh, Bogarts drove in two in the 10th, Dahlbach being the second. Uh, and then the Yankees, in a just a <laughs> Phillips Valdez came in, uh, gave up a hit, was able to finish the game, but did give up a run. Uh, got a double play after uh, giving up a hit, so got really lucky to only give up one. And then uh, the uh, Bobby Zalbach walk ended up being the difference in the game. So, yeah. wild one, but Red Sox got the sweep. So, I think yeah. we'll take it.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's a, uh, It was a really interesting and exciting series. Um, and, uh, yeah, the brooms are sweeping tonight.
0: Sure are. Who is your pick for uh, MVP of
1: the series. Ooh. Um can I just say the umps in this 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 last game? Uh
0: yes, yes you can. Uh,
1: okay. <laughs> I, I I I will say whoever whoever the ump was behind home plate uh, tonight is the MVP of the of the
0: series. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. Uh Rafael Devers also <laughs> had himself a nice series, so I'll yeah, go, I'll go yeah. a, a co co-MVP <laughs> for, for those two. Uh, all right, we will come back after a quick break and uh, do a nice, I mean, quick little preview because we just played the Astros, but uh, we'll run through it all again, so. All right, Red Sox, now a game behind the Rays, uh, six games clear of Toronto. Yankees drop to six and a half back in the division, five and a half back of the Red Sox in fourth. Uh, another three-game series against the Astros. Uh, we just saw them in a four-game series, so we know this isn't going to be easy. However, uh, pitching matchups for the Red Sox line up a lot better this time around. Yeah. Game one, we got Nick Pavetta versus Pablo Lopez. Game two, Martin Perez fra- versus Framber Valdez. In uh, game three, Nathan Valdi versus Jayco Rizzi. Um, is this a four-game series?
1: Uh, do we have a Or is game- that left over? Yeah, we have one game randomly on Monday against the Marlins. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Okay. That I was wondering why Pablo Lopez was there. I <laughs> forgot about the game against Miami. Um, and then the the, so the series finale is uh, Eduardo Rodriguez versus Zach Creek. I completely forgot about that one game against the Marlins. Uh, so, yeah. Well, uh, if the Red Sox uh, win that game, they, I guess they technically would get the sweep, right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they would. Real quick, what are you expecting from uh, that Pavetta-Lopez game?
1: Um, I'm I'm expecting, um, you know, Pavetta to be okay. Um, He's been okay with worse matchups. I think it's going to be exciting. I love to watch Pablo Lopez. But I think our offense can definitely get into the Marlins' bullpen. And I think Pavetta is good enough to get past the Marlins. So it should be a quote-unquote easy game. So that means Pavetta is just gonna, you know, you know, really crap the bed.
0: <laughs> Basically, yeah, uh, yeah. Already done it twice. Just run it back. Yep. Uh, and then we dive into the Astros: Martin Perez, Frennburk Valdez, Game One; Nathan Valdi, Jake Orrizzie, Game Two; Eduardo Rodriguez, Zach Greinke, Game Three. Martin Perez uh, coming off of probably his best start. Uh, Nathan Valdi gets a nice friendly matchup against Jake Orrizzie, who is trash. Um, and then Eduardo Rodriguez, who's taking steps forward, versus Zach Greinke, who, uh who is kind of taking some steps back. What are your overall impressions of these pitching matchups?
1: Um, that first game against the Ashers, I think, is going to be really rough. Um, I mean, Perez was able to uh handle the Ashers, uh lineup in that first game, um, but I I don't know if he can, you know. Uh, I don't know if he can do it twice. Um, but, and Valdez, uh, he looked really, really good. So this this first matchup really concerns me a bit. Um, but the other matchups I feel a little bit better
0: about. Yeah, I feel like that one's really going to kind of set the tone for the rest. I feel great about Evaldi versus Odorizzi. Yeah. Um, and Eduardo Rodriguez, Granky kind of feels like a toss-up to me. So I feel like it really is going to come down to Ken Martin Perez basically repeat what he did. Yeah. Um, which seems really tough because um, you know, he didn't throw a lot of pitches, so um, but he did, you know, get into the third time through the order. So um, the Astros hitters saw a lot of his stuff. Yeah. So hopefully, maybe he's uh, just as a mystery to them in another another game, which seems like tempting fate a bit. So, <laughs> um, but what it is he's been trashed. So I feel good about that one. And then yeah, a bit of a wild card. Um, we, we talked about the Astros offense. It's Stupid good. Uh, it is still second in baseball. Uh, Tucker, Correa. I mean, we all we saw them put up several runs against the Red Sox, so I think kind of can expect it to be another tough out. Um, I guess for for the last two, Ivaldi and Rodriguez. What do you think they need to do to try and limit this offense?
1: Um. Honestly, I think that Ivaldi needs to. And honestly, Rodriguez, they need to get kind of like more of outside the strike zone just a little bit, um, especially with Eovaldi, He is really just like pounding strikes. And it's like, maybe we need to get a little bit outside of the strike zone. But then also, the Astros don't really chase. So, yeah, I, I, maybe I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm just like so scared of the Astros and, uh, because I mean, we just saw them and it didn't go well. So I have, yeah, I'm just bad like flashbacks.
0: <laughs> yeah, and we talked about how um, really the first couple months of the season, um, their offense had just been ravaged, or their pitching had just been ravaged by injuries. I uh, had a bunch of guys rolling through, and now they're all getting healthy and pretty much uh, you know kind of catching up to. I think they were ranked like 28th um, in the major league or 26th in pitching which, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we just saw them in those previous games. That that didn't look like twenty six ranked pitching now that they're all kind of getting healthy. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be another tough series, with the Red Sox are in a great spot, having just buried the Yankees behind Toronto. Uh, Toronto also scuffled, creating even more space uh, and only one game behind the race, as they have finally lost a game. <laughs> so... <laughs> In a good spot against a tough team. Um, it'll just be uh, another, another fun week. Yeah. Uh, prediction for the series and MVP.
1: Um, I think that it's going to be better than the last series. I think we, um, I think we'll win the Marlins game, but then also with these Astros, I think we take two out of three. Maybe I'm just feeling really good after this Yankees series.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm with you on both. I think they're going to beat beat the Marlins, and I think two out of three. I just feel great about the offense. It doesn't seem like it's really scuffling like it was heading into the previous series. Um, Came out banging against the Yankees. The pitching matchups seem like they're in our favor. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, MVP, did you give one?
1: Oh, um, I'm going to go off the wall here. Um, I'm going to go with Josh Taylor. I, I'm just rolling with that. Dude is going to come in in like the eighth inning and in a really, really close game um, and just like kneel it down. So I'm just going to go off the wall here.
0: I like it. I'm going to go with Hunter Renfro, who over his past month is hitting over 300 love with it. six homers so um <laughs> average is all the way up to 266 so yeah i'm gonna kind of keep riding that high love it all right well that's gonna do it for us um we will be back again uh, at the end of the week to preview another four game series i feel like <laughs> every other series they've played this year has been a four game series against toronto yep thanks for listening